Welcome back, sweeties. This is your host, London Ale, and this is the Eye Candy Podcast. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Eye Candy Podcast. This is your host, London Ale. So let's talk about it. So I did take like a little hiatus, right? And then the last time you guys saw me, I had like some really cute audio content. I mean, no, like visual content on YouTube. If you haven't already, go check out the I Kenny Podcast YouTube. I did a little sit down with Michaela Brienne from YouTube. If you guys don't know who she is, basically she built on TikTok because of this whole little scandal thing with her ex. We won't talk about it because we're past it, but go check it out. Um, And it's a very special week. I turn 21 years old. Not that I haven't already been doing 21-year-old things, but, like, I feel like I finally get to step into a bar and be like, here's my ID. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be fake or anything. Like, I get to step into a bar and say, this is my ID. Let me the fuck in. I want a drink. Get me the fucking drink. I don't have to do anything else but say what I need and what I want. That's what it is about being 21. You could already be drinking. You could already be legal. You could have already been doing all the shit that you could have did at 21. But I'm doing it now. And I'm excited. So by the time you guys see this, it is my birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. May 4th, I'm a Taurus. It is my birthday. The bitch turns 21. And in honor of this episode, this is the start of The Drunk Files. The Drunk Files is when I come on this camera a little tipsy, little cute tips. I'm not super drunk, but I am a little tipsy, but I'm not drunk to where I'll slur my words. Remember when I first started getting on the mic and every time I got on the mic, I had slurred my words? And I was like, I can't post this. It was like every time because I was so nervous to talking to Mike. Now I'm pretty much a pro. But this is a part of the Drunk Files. I have multiple of these, obviously, because a bitch loves to drink. But for now, this is what it is. And this is a part of the Drunk Files. So today I have a very special, fun episode. Because later on, when we get towards the end, I'm going to do a Drunk Q&A. And it's going to be a bunch of fun, funny questions, whatever it's going to be cute. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time this episode. I'm super, super excited. It's been a long time since I've been on the mic. And I'm just happy to talk to you guys because it's my potty and I do what I want. For all you eye candy girls, hey, babe. Um, Okay, so I want to tell you all something. So I was like, what day was it? Um, I think it was Friday. Yes, Friday. So Friday, I was told my man, I was like, because he's already 21, I was like, go in Specs and go get us 818. Do it. I want to try this fucking alcohol because I see Kendall Jenner all over in Coachella. She is marketing the shit out of her alcohol because she will literally take it everywhere with her. Like, the girl knows how to set the tone of the night. That's not what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say was is that she knows how to market her shit. So I was tired of her, like, seeing her take, like, shots of 818 and not have taken a shot yet. So I was like, Man, um, babes, go get 818. Let's fucking try it. So I had no idea how much how much 818 cost, but no worries. Um, the man has a bag, so he was able to spin the bag. Um, and basically he went inside specs and he's like, Did you ask where 818 is? Okay, he's like, hey, where's 818? He's like, oh, the bottom of the shelf right there. So we got, <clears throat> let me get this right. 818 tequila reposado. How'd I do? That was good. Repasado. Yeah, I got it. Okay, tequila repasado. That's what we got. And I have an honest review. I have a very, very honest review. So number one, it is expensive as fuck. It was 55 or 50. It was 50 fucking dollars, dude. It was $50. Not that I pay for my own alcohol anyway, because my man always has it. He always got it. But I was like, I felt kind of bad because I'm the one that initiated 818. 
And he was down to obviously get what his girl wants. He came back in like, damn, that shit was $80. I was like, I'm so sorry. But I'm not at the same time because let's fucking try it. It's a Friday night. I don't have to work for two days. Let's fucking do it. So we get home. Obviously, I had to take a little brand pick. Couldn't get the brand pick. So I was like, okay, wait till we get home. I was really super pumped. Because when it's a celebrity, like like a celebrity clothing line, a celebrity drink, a celebrity anything, you're like, what is the fucking hype? This is Kendall fucking Jenner. So I was like, let me taste this fucking drink. First of all, the bottle is very aesthetically pleasing. There was a lot more in it than I thought. It was a really heavy bottle. It wasn't tiny. I don't quote me on this, but I feel like there's more 818 than there is Casamigos. Could you say that's an honest review? Because Casamigos is like the same price, but I feel like 818 holds a lot more. On top of the fact that it is a Kendall Jenner liquor. So let's be real, it's going to be expensive, just like everything else Kardashian. But I'm here for it. Get your fucking bag. I am, look, the Kardashians, I love the hustle. I love what you guys do. I watched the new Hulu show. So I'm just like, I felt in the mood to be a supporter. I just felt like supporting. So we take the first shot. And we chased it down with Red Bull. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. So we take the shot. Then afterwards, like, you know how, like, you hold something in your mouth and you're, like, swishing it around? You're like, is this good? Is this good? Especially if it's hyped up. Obviously, I didn't swish it around because it's liquor. So I'm, like, down this as fast as the the fuck I can, but taste it. So we swish it around. (laughs) Just kidding, we didn't. Um, We literally put the hoe down our throats and... (laughs) <laughs> now she's looking at me crazy sorry i had to look at my man like that because you know how guys get okay so yeah so we chugged it and right after that i looked i took a you know a little sip of my red bull and i looked at my man and i was like and he was like and i was like and he was like and i was like and so i was like okay we like this and i'm not a tequila drinker i'm a vodka drinker or what is like henny and crown considered so it's not considered like a vodka or anything it's not like okay so we either drink dark or we drink vodka there's no in between i don't drink tequila and it's not because i don't like tequila it's because tequila is expensive and i'm a broke bitch with bills so i was like tequila for the night and I liked it. So, again, it was the Tequila Repasado 818 by Kendall Jenner. And it was really good. I was like, hold on. Okay. All right. I can get a piece of this. So, we took another one. We took another one. We took another one. Obviously, I had my roommate, Rachel, you know, try it out. She thought she liked it. She liked it. And she always makes a funny face whenever she drinks liquor. But she liked it. And I kid you not, there was something about that tequila I was sitting, we were all sitting in the kitchen for almost three hours talking. I don't know what that tequila did. And we've had multiple moments like that, but like we'll have moments where like we'll stop talking and just like change the music or be on our phone. We were talking nonstop and we were all drunk as shit. It's 40% liquor also. If you drinkers know what I'm talking about, that matters. It was good. It was good, and I would drink it again if it was $35, not at 50, not at 50. But one day, I will get there, and that'll be my go-to drink. But I see why you bitches are so fucking on tequila, because it was really fucking good. So, yeah, 818 tastes great. Obviously, it's liquor, so it's not going to taste the best. It's not necessarily sweet, but what it is is smooth, and that's important. Because if any of you hoes know, let's go back to when we were 18. Fireball bitch hurt. It hurt my kidneys. It hurt my lungs. It hurt my throat. It hurt every part of my body. Fireball sucks. So, tequila, 818. That was cute. I'm sorry, y'all heard my throat. Do a little thing. Sound like a frog. That was cute. I really, really like tequila 818. So, with that being said... I think I'm gonna start drinking tequila because I know why you bitches are on their on their head so bad because it's good and it gets you drunk, but it gets you a good drunk, which I really, really appreciate because I started with light liquor and I just ran with it when I turned like 18. 
just kidding for video purposes i was not 18 when i was drinking light liquor but when i started drinking i started drinking light liquor and that fucks you up to the core it fucks you up so fucking bad dark liquor i've started to learn is really better for like the vibes but if you want to go to the club and while okay i just want to do a psa while we're here while we're talking about drinking let's really talk about it because a bitch has been heavily drinking for like almost a year and i um like eight months so when i started talking to my boyfriend he's at fault for it i just want to say that if anybody listens the reason why i'm a drinker is because of him because he has the money to spend on drinking. And that's the problem. Because a bitch doesn't want to pay for the bottle. When you have a man that can pay for the bottle, just like when you have a man that can pay for food, that's when you start getting chunky. And that's when you start drinking. Because you want to do exactly what you want to do because you're not paying for it. But let's let's talk about it. Let's continue. When you start drinking, if you drink light liquor, let me just give you a little tip. When you're drinking light liquor, do that if you want to go to the club. Because it's going to get you lit. It's going to get you fucked up. And at the end of the night, you're going to be ready to throw up. I'm just being real. Light liquor will do that to you. I think Casamigos is, we can all say it's considered light liquor. It's not considered dark. Like the one, Reposado, is in the middle. The Kendall Jenner, Reposado, is in the middle. So that's like the medium tone. It's almost like the medium tone Casamigos, literally. And then she has a darker one, and she has a lighter one, and then she has a medium. The medium is still considered light to me. It's just, it is. Um, When you want to go to the club, drink light liquor. If you want to chill and do a little kickback, drink dark. Because dark is not going to do the same as light does. I don't know why that is, but genetically speaking, it does the same thing to everybody. I hated Hennessy until I didn't feel like shit when I drank it. So I see why you bitches do it. Um, On top of the fact that Megan Thee Stallion literally trademarked that drink for her. Like, has she received a brand deal? That's what I want to know. She should. (sighs) So the consensus is 818 is an 8 out of 10. It's a solid 8 out of 10. The only reason is, because if I'm being real, I drank a Red Bull right after, but it was still super smooth. It didn't get me super fucked up, so I know that's one of those chill drinks that you can just, like, socialize with. Like, I'll I'll still be lit and socialized. That's what I love about it. It's an 8 out of 10 because nothing's perfect, and honestly, because alcohol is alcohol, I would never give alcohol a 10 out of 10. Is there a 10 out of 10 alcohol for you? That's, No. Hennessy is disgusting. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. Like, we all have this whole thing around it where it's, like, super hyped up. It's fucking nasty. But I love the feeling Hennessy gives me. You know? Yeah. It does a lot to me. A little bounce a wow wow type shit. You know? But it's not the type of party drink. It's not the type of party drink. But what would you give 818? I said 8 out of 10. What would you say? Okay. Okay, so my man said, if you didn't hear, he said he didn't get too fucked up, which I agree. I didn't get too fucked up. Fuck. Oh, my God. Why can't I say that word? I didn't get too fucked up either, so I would give it a solid 8 out of 8 for sure. Um, But with that being said, that is the end of the 818, like, review. And that's an honest review. It's an honest review. It's an 8 out of 10. I would only say two points were knocked off because it was $50. But, like, for a liquor... It wasn't sweet, but if you're a drinker, you don't need it to be sweet. You just needed to do something. And so that it did something, you know? We had a three-hour conversation. We had a really lit night. We had a whole game night. Went to go get street tacos with my friend and her room and her roommate. I live with her. And my roommate and my man. Like we really had a really good ass night on Friday. It was so fun. So yeah, it was a really good, like, cute little night. So ten, eight out of ten would recommend. Um also I did mention it was my beating coming up. I'm going to get a beach house, not this weekend, but next weekend, I'm going to beach house because of unexpected circumstances, which is totally okay with me. I have to wait till next weekend. And I'm totally fine with that because my birthday came up really fast and I didn't pre-plan for anything, but I'm probably going to like rent the beach house this weekend just for a day. If you guys don't know, I live in Houston. Houston has this place, this dirty ass place called Galveston. And Galveston is the closest beach we have, but it is still a vibe because we're in Texas. So I'm going to go to Galveston in a cute little beach house and we're going to get drunk because I can get into bars and we're going to go clubbing and we're just going to have a great ass night. So I can't wait for next weekend. Can you wait, babe? It's going to be fun. We have to look at Airbnbs. I'm really excited. I'm really, really excited. So there's that. I'm getting a beach house. Um... 
<sighs> oh my god i feel like i've been talking forever but anyway so yeah besides that my whole little catch-up i honestly haven't been doing shit honestly everything that i do is kind of boring like if i catch you up on it you're gonna be like bitch move the fuck on i've just been working on my podcast i've been working my nine to five been chilling i have been working out and eating healthy which i'll get to in my wellness check which has been really really good for me which i've noticed um but honestly i keep stumbling across new york city tiktok and my man's kind of mad about it because he doesn't want me to move to new york city not that i will anytime soon i still give myself like two years tops i could stay in houston for two more years before i'm like new york city let's fucking go when I was in high school, I used to be obsessed with California, obs- not even L.A., just California in general. Like, I love the beach vibes, but the rich bitty, rich bitty shit, fuck it, the rich bitty shit in the, um, whatever they call the city, L.A., like, I, I fuck with it, but, like, now I'm really on my big city vibes because I've been to New York. I haven't been to California. I've been to New York. I used to live on the East Coast, and I really, really vibe with, like, the culture and everything, so I really... I just want to go back and I see all these girls like there was this one trend where people press their laptop and they do a space bar and they're like bun, 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 dun, 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 dun. and it's basically like um going to college for going to college for fashion and like they're like playing their life and I'm like oh my god you're literally living my confessions of a shopaholic dream like you're living my fucking dream so I've just been fantasizing about New York City like all week long or since I've been gone, I just, I think I just need a fix. Like, you know how, like, you're, you've been craving something. You don't want to have it every day, but you just want to eat it so bad. Like, that's exactly how I feel about New York. I think if I visit for, like, a week, I'll be done. That's my fix. But I just want to have access to it. Like, when I was on the East Coast, I had access. Now that I'm in the South, I don't have access anymore. And I was also underage, so I couldn't just go, and I didn't really have family. Like, I have a cousin and not a well, I do have a cousin. I have a cousin, an uncle, and an aunt that all live there. And I see their lives, and I'm so fucking jealous. Granted, Houston is a great city. I love it here. But I really feel like I'm a more big city bitch. And not that New York City would be my permanent destination. I really feel like Houston is one of those places where it's home to whoever comes. It's a great place to settle down. It is a wonderful place to settle down. I don't think I could ever raise kids in New York. And the only reason I would ever move to L.A. is if I had work there. And there was a reason. Like, a lot of bitches move to New York for aspirations and dreams. I'm the type of bitch, I'm moving when I have the money. Not to make a dream happen. Because nine times out of ten, half of you bitches, your dreams do not happen when you move there. You're fucking broke. And trust me, I get it. Okay? I'm broke in Houston. Okay? We get it. We fucking get it. We're all in the 20s. We're all fucking figuring this shit out. That's what the point of the fucking podcast is. The point is, New York is expensive. That is the fucking point. So, honestly, I give myself myself like two years tops to where, when I move there. I don't think I'll move there any earlier or any later. But I also feel like I won't move there at all. Like, I feel like I'm saying that now and then I won't. Because I did that exact same thing with California. I told my mom for years, I'm going to college in California. I'm going to college. She said, okay, cool. Um, whenever you have the money, let me know and have fun in California. I was like, okay, I will. The fuck? And never happened. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, right now I'm in my bougie bitch phase. Very, very much bougie. Like, for a while, I feel like I was in my ratchet phase. And I was okay with that. And it was like prior to you, babe. It was like prior to you. But like, even it was leading into the relationship. Like, remember when we would get drunk every fucking day? Like, that's ratchet. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you were in that phase for a long ass time. And then you brought that phase to me, but I was already in that phase. So it was like, whatever. (sighs) So now I'm just like, okay, like, I'm done with drinking every day. I'm in my bougie bitch phase, like being on my shit or whatever. And working out and eating healthy and just really taking care of myself. So that's been fun. I really like this bougie bitch phase era. I've also not been going to the club a lot, but it's also because in Houston... I was about to lie. I was going to say in Houston, most people have to be 21. That is not true. There's a lot of 18 and up clubs. But for the places I want to go and order drinks and shit, like you have to be 21, obviously, like anywhere else in the world. Um. So, yeah, I'm just like, you know what? I'm ready to be a bougie bitch. I feel like I look like money. 
you know what I'm saying? I'll never forget where this guy was like, I was getting my radio fixed because it got punched in by somebody. <laughs> and also the side of my car was scraped. Um, also somebody that did that shit. And I remember pulling in cause he fixed my radio the first time. And he was like, this is your fucking car. It was a 2011 Nissan Altima. It was all black. I was like, yeah, it's my car. It was so embarrassing to drive because I didn't do any of the damage. And he was like, you look like you'd be driving a Porsche or a Mercedes or something. And I was like, God damn, bro. Damn. Oh, fuck. I mean, it just, it just sucked to hear that. Cause it was like, you're so right. Like I am one of those bad bitches that should not be driving this piece of shit. But I feel like every bad bitch has a beater car. Like, we all have beaters at one point. If you're a bad bitch, you've had a beater, period. I've had a beater before. I've had it. I understand totally, 100%. Now I have a 2013 Toyota Camry. It's like this silver champagne color. More on the silver side. It's super cute. It's super college girl. But I'm not a college girl car type girl. I'm more of like a, oh, I thought that was going to be a boy stepping out of that car type girl. Like, I'm like a... The, whatever the newest Challenger is, Range Rover, I like the boy cars. Like, I just love a bitch that steps out of the car, and I'm like, ooh, he has a nice car. And she steps out, I'm like, <gasps> she, she has a nice car. I love that. I love it. Am I loud? Okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm, I'm in my bougie bitch era, and I love that for me because I'm a bougie bitch, and my mom reminds me every day I go see her. Not every day, but every so often I go see her. She reminds me that I am the bougiest bitch in our family. Um, so we're going to move on to the wellness check. This is my favorite part of the segment because this is where I get real with you guys about my mental health, how I'm feeling. And overall, I hope this is like a part of the segment where you guys are checking on yourselves. I'm checking in on you. You're checking in on me. We're checking in on each other. So let's talk about it. So I've been feeling kind of moody lately. My boyfriend can be the first person to attest to that. Like one day I'm, okay, don't make that face. Don't make that face. One day I'm good, the next day I'm not, and I can't even put a finger on it. Like some days I just don't want, oh my God, don't touch me. Like that's literally how I feel. Some days I'm like, oh, I just want to be all cut off. I don't know what it is. It's not even about him. It's about me. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? And whenever you get moody, I'm going to tell you the person to blame it on or the thing to blame it on. Blame it on birth control. Not just to blame it on anything, but because it's fucking true. Our hormones are all over the fucking place, and I can't even understand. I've never been this moody in my life, and I don't know if it's just because I'm approaching 21 or whatever, but, like, it has to be birth control. I'm supposed to get out in November 2023, so... Oh, my God, I was going to say something, but I don't want to scare him. Um, it's I feel like it's wearing off a little bit. Like, it's not like... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's wearing off a little bit, but not in the way that it's really supposed to work. So it's still working for that one reason. If you guys know what I mean, it's still preventing the babes, the babies, but it's making a bitch moody and I'm debating if I should even get it back in my arm. Cause I have the implant. I'm debating if I should even get it again, honestly, because I'm just like, it's, it's a, it's really shitty. It feels terrible. And I feel like my period is fucked up. I had a period for a whole month and my whole hormonal imbalance is thrown off and I cannot stand it. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm good now, obviously, but I do have my moody moments. You can attest to that, right? And you'll be like, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. Just leave me alone. And then the next minute I'll be like, it's just, I feel like my hormones are all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like one, sometimes I want to be left alone. Sometimes I want to be like, around a bunch of people and just I don't know like it's just been all over the place I'm good today but the good thing is I'm really aware of it and I think that's step one of really you know figuring your shit out is like being aware of how you are so I'm aware that I'm a moody bitch but we're working on it and we're trying to find a solution okay another thing so I work from home and I'm staring at a computer screen for eight hours out of the day five hour, five days of the week Sometimes even over that because sometimes I'll do my podcast and then I'll be watching TV sometimes. I'll be on my phone. I have cyber sickness. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's just like motion sickness but with a computer. And it sucks because it's just like 
my emotion is imbalanced and I'll feel like nauseous or dizzy. I have to take Dramamine, then I'm okay, but it sucks. But I feel like a lot of it has to do, I don't feel it right now. I'm looking at a computer screen, but I think a lot of it has to do with me wearing glasses because I think I need my prescription re-upped and I wear my glasses like 24-7 because I'm a blind bitch in one eye. I have like 2100 vision, no joke. And then one eye is like 2025 or whatever the fuck. Almost perfect. So, yeah, cyber sickness sucks because it feels like you're nauseous 24-7 when you're looking at a computer, especially when you have to look at the computer. Um, so I'm figuring that out, but I'm most likely because I need to redo my subscription because I'm probably getting blinder in my right eye. So that's fun. I love that. But on the bright side little segue moment I'm working out and I'm eating healthy and I have been doing so for almost a week now well it has been a week I'm going on week two and I've been doing really good I've been seeing results like in a quick amount of time my body responds really well to working out mom if you listen to this I stole that exact line from you because you your nutritionist said the exact same thing about you I am literally you so of course that's the same shit but anyway my body also responds really well to working out. So I see results pretty quickly. Like I'll see my body kind of reshape itself and then I feel better. You know what I'm saying? So it's been really good to like actually take care of my health. Cause for a while I was just eating a bunch of shit and drinking and eating a bunch of shit and drinking and vaping and doing all this shit. And don't get me wrong. That's drinking is still a part of like my weekly life but not as bad as it was like weekly like once a week is not bad to where it was like almost three to four days well it started like almost seven days a week then it went to like five days a week then it went to four it literally gradually went down now I'm at one day a week where I drink because it's my birthday of course I had to drink for you guys today of course I did I mean I'm 21 oh my god when this comes out I can say I'm 21 I'm 21, guys. I am 21 years old. That's crazy. My mom wouldn't let me drink. I don't have the type of parents that will let me take a sip of their drink. There's only one time where she let me take one. It was at a bowling alley. And I was 20, but it was one month until I turned 20. But, oh, my gosh, I get to say I'm 29. That's cute. That's really cute. So I'm 21, um, if you bitches didn't know. But, yeah. So that's basically it with my life. I always spend too much time on this segment, and I'm so sorry because I feel like you guys don't want to hear this shit. So let's get to the fun part, okay? So you guys, it is time for what caught my eye this week. I have actually a couple things. So I think what I'm going to start doing for this segment, because I do this anyway and I don't even realize it, I'm going to do something from movie or TV, music and pop culture. So I'm going to have three things I'm going to bring up, movie or TV, music, and pop culture. I'm going to do one from each. And I'm going to do a rundown of what I've been watching because I watch shit and do shit all week. So let's start with movies, okay? Babe, do you know what movie I'm going to bring up? No. Babe, what is the worst What is the worst movie we watched this week, last week? Okay, he doesn't remember. We watched 365 Days this day. Y'all, y'all, this movie was so fucking trash. Let me tell you how it went. I'm going to tell you the exact plot, okay? Sex, music, sex, music, sex, music, sex, music, plot. Shitty plot. Ending. Shitty ending. The weird-ass twin shitty twin the end that's literally how it went and I couldn't even watch it like I wasn't even paying attention nine times out of ten like I don't even talk during movies you know that like whenever you want to say a bit of what how you feel it doesn't matter unless I'm saying something (laughs) it literally doesn't like I don't talk during movies I was talking my ass off about how bad this movie was and I'm all for the sex scenes like I love a good steamy smut scene this was not it and it only wasn't it because it was back to back to back and I know exactly why they did it because they were trying to get the sex out of the way so they can tell the plot because in this movie spoiler alert Laura isn't with Massimo most of the movie he's with the new dude called Nacho which I will say is very good looking 
So that was the only good thing about this whole movie. Every single person, Laura, Massimo, her best friend, Nacho, everybody in this fucking movie, every main character was good looking. That was the only good thing. And it sucks to say because it's so shallow. It, it, it meant nothing to me. This movie meant absolutely nothing to me. It was terrible. <sighs> the only good thing was that everybody was fine as fuck and everybody was so nice to look at. But I couldn't even, like, it didn't even keep my attention enough to look at them enough. Because it was just like, y'all are good looking, but this movie is still fucking boring. It is so boring. And so disappointing. Like, I've never been tired of a sex scene ever. But for some reason, I wasn't feeling it. Like, it didn't make me get, like, butterflies in my coochie or nothing. Like, I didn't feel them. It just... The first one now, hold on. The first one was different because we had to wait a whole hour before we saw them fuck. But this one was not giving. It was not giving what it was supposed to give. And it pissed me the fuck off because it was like, dude, why are y'all doing this back to back to back? When I tell you the first 30 minutes of the movie was just them having sex with a bunch of fucking music. Actually, no, the music was all throughout the movie. But the sex scenes, come on now. Damn. It was just so disappointing. Honestly, it was a 5 out of 10. And the only reason it's a 5 out of 10 is because they all fine as fuck. If they weren't, it would be a solid 2. A solid 2. What do you give it? A 4.5? Okay, so my man gives it a 4.5. I would have to agree. But I'm going to bump it to a 5 because that's what my heart says. Because it's still 365 days. But I was expecting a lot more. It just felt so rushed. Like, it just felt so rushed, so not put together, just some bullshit. They know the sex scenes is what blew them up on TikTok. So, of course, they're going to do that in the first 30 minutes because they know that's what's going to catch people's eye. I didn't need that in the first 30 minutes. First of all, I don't know if this happened in the book, but I didn't need to see Laura fuck Massimo literally the day of their wedding. It pissed me off. Like, dude, you couldn't wait. And then it was being like a little asshole right after they got married talking about some let's go. Like, what do you mean let's go? Like, you go, bitch. Fuck. Anyways, I don't want to talk. Babe, stop laughing. I don't want to talk about that movie anymore because it pissed me off. So let's move on. Let's move on to music. Because if you guys don't know already, I am a diehard Thames fan. And if you don't know who Thames is, get up from under the fucking rock you live in and go listen to some goddamn music. Thames is an Afrobeats artist, the best Afrobeats artist. Do not quote me because I don't give a shit. Don't at me either. I don't fucking care. Thames is the best Afrobeat artist right now, okay? She has her own sound. She's a bad bitch. She's pretty as shit. And I'm sure she has a good personality. I haven't seen it much, but... I love her to death and she just came out a song with future so I guess Drake was like who was that girl in fountains give me to her and was like we're gonna do a feature and she said say fucking less I'm repping for Nigeria and he was like period I'm gonna put you on the track future Drake and Thames were on the track in his new album what was it called wait for you the song's called wait for you and it is the best song on the album and my favorite Tim song. Okay, so it's the key, vibe out, and then wait for you. But I've been listening to it every day, nonstop. I listen to it at least four times a day. Like I'm, and I only listen to it four times a day because I don't want to tire myself out and then end up hating the song because I listen to it too much. So four times a day is the minimum for me right now. But it is my favorite song. Like, it's just so pretty. It is so pretty. And she's so pretty. And the whole song's pretty. And I think Future and Tem's voice is, like, so perfect together. Like, it is the perfect combination. Like, Drake and Tem's didn't make sense to me. I don't care how popular he is. It didn't make sense. Tem's and Future? That shit made a lot of sense. And then Drake had his little moment because he wanted it. Cute. It made sense in the song, so I didn't care because Tem's was on it. Whatever. Anything she's doing, I'm here for it. Like, I don't care how bad people think it is. I'm here for it. I just hope she never changes her sound because her voice is so pretty. And I hope she never changes her flow for the mainstream, okay? Because she's going to get mainstream within the next six months to a year. And all you bitches are going to know her. And it's going to make me sad because she was my little heart-kept moment or whatever the fuck. But whatever. She deserves it. Whatever. 
So yeah, wait for you is my late night summer drive banger. Um, officially, that is the song I'm gonna be bumping when I'm drunk as shit or high as fuck in my car, and or not the one driving. So, you know, in someone's car and in the passenger seat because I'm a passenger princess and just jamming out. And I've already decided that, and no one can change my mind. So that's great. That is a ten out of ten. I could say. What do you give? Wait for you. What time's drinking? 10 out of 10. Of course. So it's consensus. 10 out of 10. We love the song. The album itself is really, really good. I'm actually really proud of Future. Um, it sounds like you want to actually get wifed up. And I'm here for that. I'm here for the sappy Future. I love it. So good job, Thames. Good job, Future. And cool, Drake. You were on the song because you wanted to be. So moving on to pop culture. Of course, we have to talk about it because what podcast would I be if I didn't talk about it? Johnny and Amber trial. And I can talk about this. And let me tell you why. Because not only am I talking about it, but I've been listening and watching the trial since it started. Since they started airing it and recording it on YouTube, I've been watching it. So for the past two weeks, I've been on the trial. It's going to be week three or sorry, it's going to be week four, week three of them filming it. Um, I've heard a lot. Okay. We've seen a lot. Um, They've done a lot in the trial, and I could tell you right now whose team I'm on. I am a thousand percent on Team Johnny because it looks like manipulation. It also looks like he has mental health problems, and she's fucking psycho. And you use the fact that he has mental health issues to your advantage. So Amber Turd, you can get on somewhere with your bullshit, and we're all Team Johnny. And TikTok can stand behind me on that. So Team Johnny, we rise and we're here for it. And let me just tell you, babe, what was that TikTok where it was, it said something like of the trial and then they had him do like a, it was like a little, it faded to like a little um, moment of his Dior commercial or some shit. It was so hard. It was like Amber Heard looking like all sad and sappy and her saying, talking shit about him and then him combating and then it faded to his Dior commercial with his fine 50-year-old self, and I was like, oh my god, yes, I am here for it, I'm here for it, and then if you guys don't know, watch it on YouTube, but also, there's this girl, she's like an attorney, now, I think she's retired, not retired, but like, she doesn't do like the whole lawyering thing anymore, she just looks at cases on YouTube, and she live streams, so I look at this lady on YouTube named Emily D. Baker, and she literally live streams, and she'll explain like, what hearsay means and what objection and all that other shit means and you just totally get it and understand it so I watch her and I like her commentary and I'll literally watch it for the whole eight hours while I work because they do it for almost seven hours so that's fun that's cute Amber is a psychopath and I hope she doesn't win you also lied about your seven million dollars going to the ACLA it didn't you didn't even give them the four mil or whatever the fuck don't quote me allegedly you didn't give them I'm not allegedly the bitch didn't give them the fucking money she didn't give them seven mil but she went on everywhere talking about she gave the seven mil divorce settlement money to the ACLA or whatever fucking charity she did and she never did and that was news to Johnny because he looked surprised. And um, another thing, all of Johnny's witnesses are literally golden because all of you guys are funny as fuck and I see why he loves y'all. So thank you for that. Johnny's winning, period. And if he loses, I'm going to come on this podcast and I'm going to scream my fucking ass out for 30 minutes straight. So look forward to that episode. If he wins, we're going to celebrate. If he loses, I'm going to talk about it for 30 minutes. So hope he doesn't lose because you don't, don't want to hear that um and go stream go stream it's on law it's on law and crime i think the youtube channel is called law and crime um i swear just look up johnny and amber trial and it literally pops up they're streaming every day monday through friday and it usually starts at like 10 eastern standard time so go stream it so we can have something to talk about but that's it that's it for what caught my eye this week and we're gonna move to down the red hole oh my gosh we're moving fast today guys yay yeah so we're moving down the red hole and i'll see you guys there all right you guys arguably one of my favorite segments we are going down the fucking reddit hole if you guys don't know what this is basically i'm going to go down the reddit hole and if you don't know what reddit is it's basically a bunch of people talking their shit about whatever the fuck they want like literally like spilling their secrets and all types of shit and I just pick from a thread I don't even read it before I do it I read the title and I say okay and I add it to my outline 
so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna read what the fuck this says and also i want to say this really quick i just thought about it i have a lot of new listeners so welcome i'm so happy you're here and let's get straight to it so this person said is it normal to lose friends after high school i lost one friend and may be losing another for unrelated reasons one of my close friends are lost of friends that she knows for years i'm not one of my friend okay one of my close friends also lost a friend that she's known for years i'm not perfect but i think i'm a good friend and remain close with other people that i've known for way longer i noticed my friends that left our hometown for college haven't run into this problem maybe it's realizing we don't get along with people as much as we thought we did so i feel like i'm the wrong person to say this because i've moved around a lot literally my junior year at the end of my junior year i moved um to another high school I was at this one school for three years, and then my junior year, at the end of my junior year, I moved to another school, and I did a whole other school in a whole other state my senior year of high school. So I'm so used to losing friends. They don't usually stick. There's obviously social media, but honestly, you have to look at losing friends as a blessing in disguise. If they're not friends with you anymore and they don't keep contact, they may do so in the future, or they may not, and who cares? Like, I feel like we think too much about this. Maybe, again, like, I have lost a lot of friends over the years just because I've moved and a lot of people can't keep in touch. And I can't, for one. So, and that's totally okay. I'm so okay with losing people. If I don't need them and we don't need to be friends, it's, I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need to be friends with the whole world. I honestly would be good with, like, five solid friends. Five friends that I can say anything to and be myself around and I'm good. The rest of you hoes can be associates and I'll be totally cool with that shit. I ain't even gonna lie to you. So, yeah, I'm okay with it. I don't care. I don't care about losing friends. And girl, you should not either. It is normal to answer your question. It is definitely inevitable. You can't escape it. Like, you're gonna keep friends. You're gonna lose them along the way. And that's not just for high school. That's life. You can live in the same city as somebody, the same state, and still not be friends with them after whatever fucking, you know, after whatever hiatus you take. Like, it's just what it is, and it's life. Like, you'll lose friends, you'll make friends. And for some people, that can be a little scary, especially people who have been friends with people for so long or went to school with people for so long. It can be really hard. One thing I appreciate about being a military brat is that moving around made me really comfortable and okay with, like, losing people. Like, some people will be there and some people won't. Not relationships so much, but just friendships, you know. Oh, my God, I'm going to sneeze. Ah, I hate when I don't sneeze. Um, But, yeah, just losing friendships is totally normal. And, yeah, one thing I've been okay with is just losing friendships over time, and that's totally fine. Um, And I'm okay with breaking friendships off as well. Like, you can do one thing to me. And in a blink of an eye, I don't care. Like, it's, uh, it depends. It depends. I say that now, but it really, really does depend. Like, if the person, if it was, like, a misunderstanding, we can totally get over it. But if it was something that you knew I wouldn't play with about and you fucked me over, like, best believe I won't blink twice, okay? I'll blink for 0.2 of a second and know that we won't be friends anymore. It's just how I am. I know a lot of people aren't like that. A lot of you guys hold on to things, and that's totally okay. Like I said, I grew up totally different from a lot of you. Um, Most of you, I assume. But just be okay with losing people. Some things are just for a season, and that season is for growth. That season is for a split second of your life. Let me tell you this. Some people will not grow with you in life. They won't grow with you. They won't see you glow, and that is okay. Leave them where the fuck they're at. They don't have to be there right babe they do not have to be there it's okay to lose people you know and I feel like a lot of people go through that because like oh no they were here for me for this they're here for me for that and whatever whatever but it is totally okay to lose people like people are just gonna come and go and they're gonna do as they're please as they please you're gonna grow and they're not they're gonna stay stagnant and that's just what it is or just could be you moved from your hometown and you went to college and they're just like whatever like sometimes shit doesn't work out in the way we hope so but it's all for a reason okay it's it's a blessing in disguise and you have to trust that you have to believe that you're gonna make new friends and they're gonna be even better than the friends you had and I always trust that thought like the friends that I have now will be the friends that stick and if they don't that is still okay like we have such you know hope you know 
God willing, we have such a long life to live. We have so many opportunities to make new new friends. We just have to trust the process. And so much of the time, we're always trying to control the outcome of things. And sometimes we end up forcing things that shouldn't be there. So stop forcing those things and really trust where you're going, okay? If they don't want to be friends with you anymore and they don't make an effort to, to fucking make contact with you, then so what? That's their loss and vice versa. If you don't make contact with them and they're a good-ass friend, you know, that's your loss. It's, you know, it's all about what you give and what you don't give. So with that being said, it's inevitable, girly. It's okay. Or Manny, whatever, or whoever you are. Um, it's inevitable. Just do what you do and you'll be okay. I promise you, you'll find people that love you for who you are, want to be friends with you. And ultimately you'll make more friends. It is so normal. I'm kind of surprised this is a question that's asked because it's just like, don't we all know this at this point? You know, not to say like you're dumb or anything, but I feel like we all go through points in our life where we like, know people are going to come and go, you know? We're not going to be friends with everybody at all times. Like, there's people that I've been friends with for six years, maybe. And I can just cut that tie right there. I did. I actually just did it. And I don't care. But we, like, talk on and off, you know? So it was just, like, whatever. I didn't give a fuck. But I'm also the wrong person to, like, think cares. Because I really don't care about a lot of shit. Because... I'm going to wait, like the type of person I am, I'm going to wait for the right people and I'll wait patiently. And that's what I'm doing right now. So with that being said, you'll be fine. You'll find more friends, especially if you're in college. There's tons of opportunities to make friends, clubs, being on campus, class, study groups. You will find the people that are meant for you. Okay. So wishing you luck, wishing you love. And yeah, it's okay. They're lost. Let's finally move on to the topic. All right, you guys, it is time for the episode topic, the moment you've all been waiting for. So if I'm being real, so we had nothing to drink because we um, took all of the Ciroc before we even started the podcast. I said we have as if they've seen you already. If you don't know, my man's behind the camera. He's always here for like the commentary and he reads me my questions because he's always here. But um, we already took all the Ciroc bottle. If you can see right back there and right there, you probably can't see it. But we've already taken everything. So we're like, okay, we need something to drink if I get it wrong. So I was like, why not just take a Blue Raz Sour for Loco? And for YouTube purposes, YouTube, a Four Loco is a soda. It is a, a delicious soda. It's like sparkling wine. So, I'm sorry, sparkling juice, not wine. Um, but for you motherfuckers that watch you, for you motherfuckers that watch the podcast, you know what it is, okay? Okay. Um, it's a 14% alcoholic drink. But let's fucking go. Are you ready, babe? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm not just kidding okay let's fucking do this oh so if you guys don't know what he's doing babe you don't you can read it to me and i can repeat it back um so if you guys don't know what he's doing basically he's gonna read off questions if you guys can't hear him then i'm gonna repeat it back and i'm gonna answer them if i don't want to answer i have to take a drink of this delicious juice called four loco okay that's what we're doing i'm ready My most shallow reason for not going on a second date. God damn, I should have fucking. Okay. Um, my most shallow reason, if he's ugly, obviously. If he wasn't cute the first date and I just felt bad because he had a great personality and I was just curious if I liked him the second date, I would go on a second date. That was a good answer. Okay. Next one. What's your dream first date? My dream first date Okay, my dream first date, um, we're going to take a private jet to Italy, and we're going to be there by like 9 a.m., sleep in, I want to have roses already in there, um, just to set the mood, have a little bound chicken wow wow, and then we go on our little excursion throughout Italy, and you take me everywhere I want, all throughout Europe. That is my dream first date. I want to go on a jet first date. As soon as I meet you, you're like, Let's fucking fly. And I'm like, I'm ready to fucking fly. 
That's my first dream date. Oh my god. I'm just like <laughs> God damn, what's the biggest lie I've ever told? How is anybody supposed to keep record of how many times they lie? The biggest lie you can't forget. The biggest lie I can't forget. I mean when I was dating my ex, I lied to my parents. I lied to my parents and essentially told them I wasn't talking to anybody. That was probably the biggest lie I've ever told. I don't really lie. I mean, I feel like a liar would remember because they're used to lying. But, like, my parents eventually... F- oh! The biggest lie I ever told. I mean, along the same lines, um, when I first met my ex, he was, like, 21 and I was, like, 17. And I lied and said I was going to um, this place to, like, the movies with my friend. And we all had a group chat in high school. So I told my friends to lie and say we were going this place. I said, repeat this exact same line. And one of my friends in the group chat repeated it, and I deleted my message telling them to repeat it. And my mom almost drove me to go see this boy, my ex, and she figured out because he texted me like, oh. So that was the biggest lie I've ever told, and it was to my parents. My least favorite part about family gatherings is them asking, oh my gosh, when did you get all those tattoos? What do they all mean? Oh my gosh, what do you do for a living? Oh my gosh, where do you live? Oh my gosh, do you did you graduate from college? Oh my gosh, all these fucking questions. That's my least favorite thing about family gatherings. I love all of you, but please do not ask me questions because I don't have a poker face. So if I don't want to answer them, it's pretty damn obvious. That's my least favorite thing. Do I have a bucket list and what is my favorite thing on the bucket list? Babe, I act like I can't put this mic to your face. I'm going to start doing it. Um, <clears throat> my biggest thing on the bucket list is to go to Italy. And people will not hear the end of it, as you can hear from my previous responses. What is one thing you dislike about yourself? One thing I dislike about myself is because I've gained weight, I feel like my face is a little chunkier than I would like. I remember my face being, like, very, I think I had, like, a big head, but, like, I had a very, like, um, very nice outline jawline, and I just had, like, a very good face structure, very model-esque, very Bella Hadid, and it's not giving that anymore, so probably my biggest insecurity. Other than that, I'm perfect. I'm just kidding. Oh, damn near. What is your favorite feature on yourself? My favorite feature about myself is my fat ass next question <laughs> what sex act are you best at oh my god no i'm saying oh my god babe this is a question for you okay now what sex act am i best at if i think of act i think of doing and let's be real you do more of the doing than i do like you do most of the work and I'm not ashamed to say that. But the punani is good regardless. So it's like, whatever. I don't have to do much because my punani is good, you know? There's no need to fluff because it's good. Um, <laughs> No, my, I think I'm really good at giving head. I think I've gotten better. At first I thought I wasn't that good, but I feel like I'm good now. Okay, so, but other than that, I just have really good punani. And I think that's the best thing I can ever do. Next question, babe. If you could cheat and no one would ever, ever find out, would you? never that is like an integrity thing i'm really big on integrity i would never cheat like i wouldn't cheat regardless whether somebody knew or not i think that's an integrity thing i would never i could say that wholeheartedly next question that is so fucking rude of course he wants to know that question have you ever been caught masturbating i could drink to that because i've never been caught masturbating thank you jesus i would literally cry if my parents ever caught me masturbating That'd be embarrassing. I'll take another sip just for the thought. You know, as many times as my parents have stepped in my room to see what I was doing, I've never been caught for that, which is crazy. It's very crazy. Next question. Have you ever thought of someone else while you were sleeping with someone? Fuck no. That shit's weird as shit. Whenever I say, when I have like a no for an answer or not a clear answer, I should just drink. Because I've never thought of someone. Honestly, guys, if you're thinking of someone else, just break up with whoever you're with. Just break up with them. Like, that's weird. Like, I couldn't even do it to the person. Nine times out of ten, if I have to think about somebody else, like, you're, 
dick is not that good. And I'm just being really blunt with it. Like, it's not good. So I shouldn't have to think about anybody else when I'm having sex. I should be able to think about you, what you're doing, and your face, and be good. But you know what? I want to hear from the people that think about somebody else. Let me get this for loco out the camera for YouTube purposes. I... I want to know the people that think about somebody else. I want to know what's going through your head. I want to know why. And no judgment here. I'm just very, very curious. Go, babe. Next question. Great question, though. Love the question. But I have to drink because I have no idea. And I'm so sorry for the people, the audio listeners, that you're going to hear me slurp every time. But, yeah. What's the first thing you would do if you woke up one day as the opposite sex? I would masturbate. <laughs> I want to know how it feels. Like, how does it feel? Like, honestly, my biggest curiosity is how does it feel? How does it feel to a masturbate, b go inside a vagina, and c just have a penis? How does that feel? How does it feel? It feels better to have a vagina. I hope you know that. Yeah, I know so. I have one. If someone offered you one million dollars to break up with your current partner, would you? if somebody offered me one million to bring up with my current partner no because i'd feel like a shitty person and i could say that being honest the only reason i wouldn't is because i feel like a shitty person but one million to a broke bitch in the city sounds really fucking good for a million how about 10 10 million fuck yeah i'd be happy and fucking rich by myself a million what would you do then (laughs) a million i wouldn't i wouldn't that's a fucking lie i say you work 10 bad bitches and a million dollars he said i'm one of one i'll take it no but i i honestly wouldn't i honestly wouldn't for a million honestly how i look at money is a million ain't shit are we talking about a million after taxes or before? That's what. Yes. How much am I really getting is the question. No, still wouldn't. I don't know why I asked that stupid ass question. Still. That's not. I feel like God would give me the worst karma ever. He's like, you really would take a million dollars over somebody. Like, that's you're a terrible person. Here's my mantra. He said, "Mo money, bro problems. It's mo money, no problems. Okay? Once I start getting money, I'm going to remove all the fucking issues. Whatever I have to fucking do. Take that how you fucking want it. It's going to be problems that you can't fix with money. Anyways, next question. I don't give a fuck. You're wrong. What do most people think is true about you but isn't? That I have a really big, lo- a really big body count. People always think I have like 100 plus bodies because I'm fine as shit. And so... I guess if you're fine as fuck, people think your body count is like 100 plus or some shit. And that's not true. My body count is very low. So, yeah, that's what the bitter bitches think of me. Next question. What's the most childish thing you still do? The most childish thing I still do is have an attitude. Don't do that. The most childish thing I do is have an attitude. And I can admit that because it is so childish and so petty to have an attitude over shit that don't matter. And I'm the one. I'm that bitch. I'm I'm those bitches. So yes, my attitude is childish, and I can admit that. I'm such a great person. I can admit stuff like that. I'm such a great person, babe. <laughs> Next question. What's the most embarrassing thing you've done drunk? Okay, so on Halloween night, I we got out of an Uber XL, and my heel fell in dirt in front of everybody outside of the club in my little cat costume that's probably that takes the cake that takes the cake for sure what's the dirtiest takes you ever received i'm not gonna lie to you i've seen many i've received many dirty texts in my lifetime many the dirtiest i don't know you know how many dirty texts i've received a dick pic that's probably it i'll drink to that because i have no idea Honestly, guys, when I the only reason I'm drinking is because I don't remember. Like, I'm the bitch that don't remember. Like, a lot of you guys are lost boys to me. Like, I don't, I don't remember, and I'm sorry. I don't, I don't remember you guys. What is the grossest place you've ever hooked up? 
The grossest place I've ever hooked up is in a mall dressing room. Again, mother, don't ask questions. Please do not ask questions. But a dressing room in a mall, JCPenney specifically. The grossest place because why the fuck am I doing that in a public setting? And I, never mind. I was going to say another piece, but I'm not going to say that. Next question. What is the strangest thing you have ever bought? The strangest thing I've ever bought is... Oh, no, I didn't buy that. I don't buy strange things. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. (laughs) I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it, so I won't say. Hmm. Have you ever wanted to try a live-action roleplay? What does that mean? Like, roleplay, but, like, y'all both are, like, playing a part. Now that is something I would do. That is something I would weirdly do. I guess that's something weird that I would do in bed. Not that it's weird if that's a kink of yours, but that's something that's not super normal to me, which is why it's weird for me to do it, but it's not weird in general if you get what I'm saying. But live action role playing, I could definitely do. Like what type of role playing? I'm trying to think of like what type of fantasy I would do. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god, I have one. I have one. I have one. I have one. I would do Oh my god, this is so perfect. I would do I'm a human and he's a werewolf. <gasps> On some webpad shit. He's a werewolf and like before we start having sex, like mid foreplay, he's like <laughs> <laughs> He's turning mid foreplay. But here's the thing. The werewolf is not really a werewolf. It's kind of like a Beauty and the Beast type thing. Because, like, the Beast and Beauty and the Beast was kind of fine. So, like, type shit. Like, that's what he looked like. Now, that's fire. That's fire. Right? We should do that. Maybe I have a story time for you guys next time. That sounds kind of interesting. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't tell you who's that. Okay, next question. Who is your favorite family member? My mommy. Uh, love you, mommy. Next question. And my brother. And my sister. And my dad. But my number one, my number one for life is my mom. Love you, mom. If anyone in your family could win an award for being most annoying, who would it be? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so rude. I was going to say it, but I was like, do you? Wait, mouth it, but don't say it. Don't say it out loud. Mouth it. Ah! <laughs> but the fact that he got it right, I'm not saying that. All I want to say about that is that I love you to death. You're annoying because I love you. And if I didn't love you, I simply would not put up with your annoyingness. So I'm going to drink to that because I love my family and I love you specifically so much. And I'm not going to drink to it. Love you. Love you, girl. <laughs> Okay, one more question for the go-go. Make it good, and we're going to get the fuck out of here. What's the most outrageous thing you can remember while doing Under the Influence? The most outrageous thing I've been, I've done Under the Influence is almost got kidnapped. True story. If I haven't told the story on here already, I will in a later date. On Halloween night, yes, the night where I embarrassed myself, I almost got kidnapped. That's probably the craziest thing I've ever done Under the Influence, because I would never ever have ever imagined myself putting myself in that situation literally almost got sold into prostitution i think so at least but i'm pretty sure that was gonna be our outcome me and one of my old friends and my roommate so yeah story time for another time look forward to it but we're gonna go ahead and move on to the ending this was really fun y'all I hope you guys got to know a little bit more about me, a little bit more about how embarrassing I am and how fucking psycho, semi-psycho you think I am, whatever the fuck. This was really fun. All right, you guys, the bittersweet moment of the show. We are to the end of the episode of The Drunk Files. Uh, This was such a fun episode. I actually really enjoyed filming this besides the fact that we had to go and get a four logo before coming back. But you know what? Who cares? 
we really programmed really, really well. And I feel like I talked about a lot of stuff that mattered to me, which is most important. And this was fun. This was so much fun. So, you know, I'm going to give you the rundown. If you don't know already, I do have an iCandy Podcast Instagram. It is literally at iCandy Podcast. I also have an iCandy Podcast at gmail.com if you want to ask me any questions, crazy stories, or feedback. And of course, of course, I have a personal Instagram at xlondon. If you just want to follow me to see what pictures I post and be nosy like me. And of course, follow me on everything because I would love you for it. And thank you so, so much if you did. I also have a YouTube channel now. I, I can eat podcasts. Everything is handled. I, I can eat podcasts. I literally own the handle at this point. I have it for everything. So if you ever want to look me up, it's I can podcast. Literally everything. Personal Instagram is at London. I really appreciate you guys for sticking with me. All my new listeners, I love you so much. Thank you guys for listening. And if you guys want to hear any more crazy stories, story times, or just vibe with me, I will be here. And I'm ready to give you guys content. Let me know what you guys want to hear. Please do not be afraid to email me. I promise you I check it almost every fucking day. Literally anything you want me to email me about, any advice you want me to give you, whatever, you can DM me. I'm super open to talking to you guys. I love you guys so much. And I have a TikTok. It's Love London with an a zero. Yeah, a zero for the London part. L-O-0-N-D-Y-N. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. I love every single one of you guys. I'll see you guys next week.